everybody. Welcome to another episode of Three Asians Walk Into a Bar, the only podcast that we know of where three Asians drink and talk about what's going on. Uh, today, um, I'm here. I'm Kwa. I'll introduce myself first. And then we have Momo. Hey, hey. And our third person today, Andrew. What's up? And so uh, we want to give a shout out to Corey, who is our usual third, of course. Uh, she is out doing some really cool stuff right now. Momo, what is Corey doing right now? She's just really busy. You know, she's doing a lot of activism with um, Asian Pacific Arts Collective, formerly known as BayPAC, um, but they removed the, uh, the Baltimore. So. Um, you know, they've been doing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of uh, campaigns um, with the uh, Unapologetically Asian campaign. And also right now, you know, getting all the votes, uh, the Asian votes out there. So she's really busy. Uh, so proud of her. She's doing uh, the very, very important work. So here's to Corey. I'm going to drink this for her. Yeah. So <laughs> so while Corey's doing the very important work uh, for Election Day, we I mean, are This is here. an important work. I don't know if it has the same kind of impact socially, but... We're also here uh, trying to uh, influence the voters by drinking <laughs> and shooting the shit. Different means, okay? Different ways and means. It's just a different approach. That's what it is. You know? So the way that uh, Three Asians Walk Into a Bar works is uh, we always have a designated driver because you got to drink responsibly when you go out to the bar. And today I will be the designated driver. Um, so uh, I will be casually uh, sipping my beer here um, and uh, moderating while Andrew and Mo get to have some fun at the bar and, and let loose. So, oh, my. Cheers, Andrew. Cheers, Andrew. Cheers. Wing, wee, wee, wee. So <laughs> I will start off with my uh, the beer that I will be drinking today. I'm having a uh, Victory Golden Monkey. Ooh. Victory. Um, delicious. Yeah, very delicious. Uh, Momo, what are you drinking today? I, uh, well, I have so many options. I don't know where to start. So I'm finishing up this um, bottle of a Sauvignon Blanc that I opened yesterday or the day before, I can't remember. So I'm just finishing up this bottle and I have um, Stella Cider on deck. Um, if I go through that, I might just go into um, cocktail. Nice. Who knows? Nice. However it goes. And uh, Andrew, what are we partaking in today? I like how Momo has like this good spread because I just have nothing but the same. <laughs> the Stone Chocoveza uh, Imperial Stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. So, inspired that by mm, that sounds delicious. Quite tasty. Oh, and I have all the snacks on deck. I have Fritos. I have Lay's um, sour cream and onion. Oh. And uh, Andrew... Watch out, 
I got cheeses. So, so all three real. bags are open right now for for the people for uh, people who will be listening and not watching the video recording. All three bags are open. Right oh, and I have a pocky. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. I just have a big box of cheese. It's also fake. That- Thanks. Yeah, but they're, you can't, I don't think you can Thanks. call them that. You can call it cheeses. What are you going to call them? White cheddar baked naturally flavored cheese crackers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> naturally flavored. That's, yeah, that's literally what you would call them. Yeah, but it's like, it's like when it's just naturally flavored, it's like, I, I, like, what what does that mean? Like, I, that's a very fake to me. Yeah, if just, when it says flavored at yeah. the end, <laughs> it's a little suspicious because if it's just cheddar, you could just say what cheddar, right? Right. Like, cheddar flavored. Naturally flavored. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Herself has touched each and every one with a little amount of cheese. It's all this. I don't know. I don't trust that. I don't trust the fake cheese. It's Andrew. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I can't tell the difference. I can. Yeah, I I can also. Um, so we're gonna vote you uh, two to one on this one. And speaking of voting, yeah, <laughs> next next week is election day, and so today's episode is uh, pre-election day. So we're gonna talk about everything that's coming up. We are before Halloween, so we'll definitely get to Halloween also. Um, but but how is everyone feeling about the the upcoming election? How are we all How are we all feeling? Do we drop off our ballots? Bye. I actually, this is my first time voting ever um, because I just became um, the uh, the citizen of the United States last December. Um, and um, But I never voted in Japan either. So <laughs> this is my very first time voting. And um, yeah, I actually, I thought about dropping off the ballot, but um, I changed my mind because I wanted to get the sticker. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went in uh, yesterday to vote in person via early voting. Heck yeah. Very it's cool. Lines. Yeah, I got the damn sticker. That's right. Proof. That's, that's, that's the proof. That's really the only reason to vote. Yeah, really. Yeah, I just wanted a sticker, man. <laughs> well, I dropped off my, my ballot and I really was, I, I really missed the sticker. And I was like, I oh, they, they don't have, in my head, I was like, they don't have stickers, right? And I saw you know, this kid uh, and, and their parents uh, go to drop off their ballot and the, the kid goes to the side and it looks like they're reaching for something. I'm like, I turn back and I'm about to like turn back around. If I mm-hmm. see this kid grab a sticker from somewhere that I didn't, what? I would have like run back <laughs> to just grab <laughs> But I dropped off my ballot like two minutes ago. Oh was, my God, you look so suspicious. I was I so needed- suspicious. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, so it's off topic. It's a little unrelated, but I went to get a flu shot too. And uh, not yesterday, but like the week before that. And they usually give us, um, and I used to get a flu shot from my um, place of employment. And they usually give you a sticker after the flu shot. But this year they were not giving it away. And I'm like, oh, I missed a sticker. And then like the the person who administered the, uh, the flu shot, she was like, yeah, but it's just hug me. And I was like, I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's not a good sticker to be wearing right now because we don't want to be hugged just randomly. So anyways. So so in the past years, like when, after you get a flu shot, Mm -hmm. you get a sticker that says hug me? Yes. And I wanted that sticker. You got a hug 
for that's the, pretty brave in general for like like the flu is not the <laughs> like the flu is not the only thing that people worry well, about. Now, now we know, but before we were like, I got a flu shot. Hug me, I'm immune. No, there's so many other things to worry about. But anyways, and I guess like, and, uh, when they do, when they do the COVID vaccine, fingers crossed. <laughs> No, it's gonna be the sticker. Like, yeah, like hug me in forty-eight hours later. Like, <laughs> Not hug me yet. <laughs> you can talk to me without a mask. <laughs> It'll be fine. Masks off. That's that's the sticker from now on. Yeah, yeah. COVID. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stickers are very important. Oh yeah. My point. This is the first year that I I voted early. Like I I think every single time I had always done it in person because it just feels like. You know, that's real voting. You know what I mean? I it's weird because it's just like when you when you just send in when you mail in something, it doesn't feel the same as if like you're actually there. Mm-hmm. You know, lines of other people, mm-hmm. usually at some kind of like school gymnasium or something. Yeah, there's this there's this kind of like whole feeling. I think that that that's kind of been built in my mind, like ever since I started voting. You know, that's just like that's how voting is, and like this time around, it was just like. Just drop something in a box? Like, come on, it's not the same. <laughs> so, so voting has become like an, an event. For yeah, you. It's an event. You know, I get dressed up. I put on a hat. <laughs> it's what else am I gonna wear? My top hat, except for election election day. I wish they would make like you know on those like ballot boxes, like you know when you like push your ballot in. It would make a noise, you know, like some of like, like you know, if you just push it, it's like, like ah, or some sort of like a cheering noise. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you voted. See. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. We should suggest that for the next. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Four yeah. years. Um, Hopefully, Joe Biden. We'll see how. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we barely, we don't even give stickers for people who drop off their ballots at drop-off boxes, so come on. Yeah. Sticker. Yeah. yeah, give it a little sound effect, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come come 20, 2024, right? Is that when the... Yeah. Well, 2024, hopefully we'll, we'll be voting in person again. <laughs> Can you imagine living right next to the ballot box, though? So mm. like, every day or, like, nighttime, it's like, all of a sudden you're going to hear, like, <laughs> that's that's the sound of democracy though <laughs> that's freedom in a box. <laughs> so this year the election is is super super tense right um really close so so let's let's quickly do our uh pre like uh, pre football game you know common commentator like who do we what do you see the, the results being, and not just the president, but like, what do you think uh, the majority in the Senate's gonna be, and what do you think's gonna happen in the House? And what do you hope? I just want everything to just, just flip. Just flip everything. Just flip all blue, all across the board. Yeah, the, the, the actual swamp will be drained. That's what I. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yes, uh, uh, infrastructure projects are very important to me, and so things like uh, I think training swamps is looked down on now. Is that bad for the environment? I'm not sure, 
Uh, whichever one's good for the environment. Good, right? Yeah. yeah we don't because if we don't if, if draining the swamps is bad for the environment, then then don't drain the swamp. Actually, but if it is, you, you should do it. More swamp. That's what we need. More swamp. Yeah, more swamp. <laughs> No, we don't want any more swamps. More swamps. No. So, so Andrew, what is your uh, what what is your prediction for this election? I mean, my prediction is that it's going to just be blue sweep. That's what I think. That's what I think. You're not, and you're not just hoping for it. You're you're, you're thinking it. I think it. I know it. It's gotta happen, right? I mean, just this last like few months has just. I, I would hope. <laughs> just, I don't know. The change, you know. I don't know. You don't think so? I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like you, you, because everybody's saying like you know, like at the poll, you can't trust the poll because there's always those like secret Trump voters. Sure. Like they would lie to the poll because they don't want to be like labeled as Trump voters. Like these secret Trump voters. Like that was like that's why like you know in you know back like four years ago in 2016 the poll was like oh the hillary's blah 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 and then like all these secret trump voters man like they fucked us they fucking fucked us and i'm just like i don't trust the poll anymore i think as a as a poll respondent like if you're answering a survey that your name's not going to be attached to and you're still ashamed of the answer you're gonna give (laughs) You should probably, this is like just some general advice. vote for that person. Your, yeah. 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 You're friendly three Asians in a bar. You're ashamed of we're your- We're not friendly person. anymore, okay? At this point, we're angry. You're we right. are so <laughs> angry right now. The no, A's actually no stand for angries. That's three a- angries walk into a bar. Yeah. Angries. Oh, no. But yeah. you, you really should reconsider if you're answering an anonymous survey. Uh, and you're ashamed or, you know, you don't want to answer for some reason, like, you really should take a step back and wonder, uh, like, why, why don't you want to give your anonymous answer like this? Like, what's, why, why are you like, I don't want them to know? Yeah. That's fair. But see, I also lie on the polls too. I'm like, yeah, why? To, just to fuck up the numbers. Okay, so you are the problem, Andrew. You are the problem. Wow. So they're like, oh, yeah, Trump still has support. I'm like, yeah, he totally does from one guy. <laughs> Andrew, you know what's wrong with this whole poll, like, prediction thing? Oh, my God. I never do polls. I always lie to them. You're one of the three unpaid people who actually show up at the rallies? <laughs> all along, guys, all along. Just a, just a plant. Uh Oh my god! I actually got asked at, the, at, at while I was gonna be like voting. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Trump, totally. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna." No, no. Shit, I like to fuck with it. Oh my god! I, you know what? I it's it's a little like I don't know if this is uh, like a not fun, like wet blanket type of attitude, or if it's just like maybe this is a little too important. But but there are some people who have been you know joking about that, right? And it's like, oh, I'm not telling you who I'm voting for. Yeah. Uh, I'm or whatever it's like I, I love trump 2020 man all the way right and you're like i can't tell if you're serious or you're you're joking and it's like maybe maybe now like this year you know four years ago it was funny haha right like oh yeah it's still a joke like is this year really the year to joke about that and like you know maybe uh 
almost convince someone that you're you're undecided for some reason and like push another person over when when it's kind of important that that's another thing i'm like okay you're still undecided when right the president basically acknowledged like couldn't like say no white supremacy like he basically said at the debate like yeah stand by stand back i'm like he couldn't even say it. Like, you're with him? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he couldn't say the fucking simple sentence. You can't. You can't denounce his own supporters. That's what it is. He can't. He can't do that. That's the people who would actually probably be voting for him. You know? And I'm just like, okay, so if you're supporting him, then you're supporting white supremacy. Period. Yeah, and and a quick note for for our uh, wonderful listeners. Um, as you, uh, if you go and make it an event to go vote in person, uh, bravo for you. But uh, when you see some of those people who are standing by, um, there, uh, you, you are able to report if you see uh, someone who is standing by. Punch uh, them in the face. And it's it's voter intimidation. But a- report them first, and then afterwards, uh, we we don't suggest it, uh, nor we encourage no, I it. I say, I say if they intimidate you intimidate back i say self-defense i like it yes but there is also (laughs) there is also laws uh where you you should uh you can and should uh report uh people who have been encouraged to stand by uh on election day and go uh verify that democracy is working because those people who have been instructed to do so are most likely committing uh, voter intimidation. So uh, there are places you do that. We'll make sure that there are uh, numbers and links in the comments descriptions area. Um, So keep that in mind. Uh, And uh, if you're waiting in line and listening to this podcast and then you look up and you're like, wow, there's there's a guy with a MAGA hat and an AR-15 and saying that he's standing there making sure the polls are valid. Yes, uh, report. Report. Their job at all. Yes, report, but yeah. intimidate back, <laughs> and I will tell you how. There. And we'll put that in the description also. Mm-hmm. I am. I am so done with this bullshit right now. I'm sorry, but like, okay, I, I, I don't know. Like, if I post it, no. Yeah, I did post it on the Facebook. It wasn't my story. I shared somebody else's story but like seriously like a lot of us like you know i was a permanent resident for like almost 10 years you know like i get i'm like you know just like any other uh, american citizen you Mm -hmm. know the only difference is we don't get to vote we don't get to do a jury duty which i was completely fine (laughs) i was like yes i am a permanent resident i cannot wait in a jury duty i am so sorry here's my japanese um the passport sorry about that (laughs) um but the thing is like okay so like some of us like you know we gave up our own nationality to be able to vote and you and you're gonna try to intimidate that like no no, like if you're gonna try to do that, we will fight back. That's all I'm saying. 
Well, you're uh, apparently, according to uh, the way that the uh, the electoral system is set up, your mistake wasn't uh, giving up your nationality to come over here. It was coming here to a state uh, where your electoral, where the electoral college didn't matter as much. Um, but that's one thing that I think uh, all three of us are hoping for. Uh, what are we hoping for? Uh, when this blue wave comes and all this, uh, and we're able to finally get through this legislation that we we want to get through, because I'm hoping that uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna work towards getting rid of the electoral college or or doing something to to address that. Yeah. To to make sure that you know uh, the next uh, presidential election is not one that's one where uh, like a couple of the other ones where the popular vote didn't, you know, matter, even though the popular vote was clearly <laughs> way larger. Yeah, like, it really should be just popular vote. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. Like, a lot more people are supporting one candidate over the other, but, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think it's it's supposed to be, what, to, like, to balance the votes out, right? The, that's, that's the idea. Is it, though? And just entirely dominates uh, the the politics. Well, uh, it was built on essentially a system, and well, we tie it directly back to to, to slave states, right? It is directly related to racism, but it is a system that was designed to kind of dilute crowded areas out and give uh, more power to these these smaller states, right? Um, the same thing with the Senate, the idea that the the Senate has, um, you know, two versus Same. the representatives. And, and so, like, we're kind of like, oh, there's more power voting based on the size of the land rather than uh, all that other stuff. And so it's it's kind of a, a not a good system because we're really, you know, it's like, horrible. yeah. And for our fine folks in D.C., it's almost like, you know, your represent like the our are all of our we have friends in dc people we know and you know and all these people in dc who have very valid opinions yeah i think we should make it a state to be honest that's what i want i want dc i want puerto rico like i think they need they need uh they need representation well I, i'm more than happy to welcome yeah <laughs> i'm more than happy to welcome dc we'll see how puerto rico feels after their referendum uh they're they're actually going to vote on it uh yeah if they if uh if the people want to and yeah. so and so we'll see how that goes but if they do want to i'm in puerto rico mm -hmm. seems like an awesome place to go hang out uh and they deserve so much more oh as as americans one would imagine they should have they they deserve so much more literally as a part of our country yeah it's kind of crazy because like you'll, you'll hear politicians refer to it as almost like another country you know what I mean? It's like, it's America, y'all. It's still America. That's the thing. Like, you know, okay, so um, we own these islands now because we are so great. We occupy these islands and these, you know, islands are ours now, but you're still a different country. Like, it does not make any sense. Like, okay, if you want to claim Hawaii, which is like so much further away as one of your states... One of the 50, is that 50 or 51? 51, right? 50. 50 51 soon. 50 or 51? 51 soon. But 50 now. 
59. Okay. Yeah. Like, why not Puerto Rico, which is like right there? <laughs> like, what, why? Is it because they have more Latin culture? So, like, is it comes down to like these like biases of like, you know, like, oh, the Latin culture, they're not really us. But like Hawaii, it's gorgeous. It's you know, it's beautiful. It's not. A, it's a completely different culture. But it's we want to be there. So, so we'll go and wipe it out. Like you, you know what I mean? Like okay, like come on now. Yeah, I mean, I was actually born. Oh, in, um, fucking racist. Yeah, I, I was born in. I was born in the territories, as as they call it, uh, all the way out in Guam. Territory. So yeah. Which territory? A Guam. Oh. Um, all the way from Guam. That's right. Guam. Wow. Yeah, and of course they're not a state either because they're a territory. Yes, a territory. Yeah. It's a massive naval base, to be honest. I mean, that's another thing. American military has like all these territories. They like you know, like Okinawa. You know, <laughs> like it, it's a you know part of Japan. But then, but like the American military is basically like oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I'm just like. Okay, so you you just you guys just occupy all these places, but like not giving back. <laughs> you know? like, the Cold War, right? It's ever since the Cold War. That's that's the that's one of the key reasons why, right? That's that's why America's everywhere. Yeah. yeah so so post World War Two, yeah. and uh, and Cold War, um, you know the the U.S. Uh, depending on whether or not you view this as imperialist or not, we're just going to go with what 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 they what their uh, stated intention was uh, was to you know spread out and have these outposts to show that uh, the U.S. was committed to you know their allies and and ready to respond in in Europe and Asia. A godless communism. <laughs> yeah, to 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 beat back the. The godless communists and make sure that uh, the ghost of Lenin did not come and, and possess the rest of Western yeah. Europe or Asia. Um, as we see, uh, I think Lenin's, I, Lenin might not have done too shabby for himself in Asia. Yeah, but like, I have to, okay, so America is doing it kind of like an asshole way. Like, okay, I, we're going to occupy, we're going we're gonna to protect and like, you know, place the, uh, you know, one of those stations in those islands and like, we're protecting whatever. And then like, you know, you're basically raping all of the other uh, people on that island, you know? So like, it's really not cool, but okay, whatever. But I respect the way china is doing like have you noticed like any countries you go to any countries you go to there's always a chinese carry out yeah they are do they are in, but, they're like slipping into every single country yeah very secretively and then they're making you know they're like oh yeah yeah we call that we call that soft power um, I'm just like, I'm very like I respect that I fucking respect that they're not like it's not a power move but it's very I mean it's it is subtle but it's very effective. Well, interestingly enough, historically, um, that's that's from a lot of uh, Chinese workers who uh, immigrated out right to the U.S. where mm -hmm. they were very much treated uh, poorly in the U.S. Yes. Um, and uh, everywhere else uh, and. You know, Chinese workers bringing their families, cultures 
into all these other places and and so all these all these chinese restaurants come up right because they're bringing uh a part of home with them yeah somewhere to, uh, you know engage in the other work that you know the white majority didn't want them to engage in <laughs> they're just like oh you can't do mining you got to do laundry work and you got to do cooking that's quite literally like they weren't even allowed to engage in the same like industries and work you know <laughs> so it's like well they were kind of mining is more dangerous and like it's it's like very very like i don't know like a worse job to do than doing laundry mm -hmm. yeah because that was considered more women's work right they're like okay it's not threatening you know our our manly labor well that's really dumb yeah it's that uh, what was it called the exclusion act right yeah yep. I'm, sure, I'm sure corey would remember all the history but <laughs> or i'm sure we all know the history i do not we're not allowed to uh chinese were not allowed to to uh to work <laughs> like in some of the same industries uh yeah so so there was the uh the chinese exclusion act um and just a, a lot of legislation uh in place that that prevented uh asians from uh interracial marriages uh really do anything interacting outside of um their own culture right i think uh one of the factors was like uh chinese immigrant migrant laborers could not bring their wives or families over like they were stopped from doing so um really really treated very poorly mm -hmm. um, just have you ever um there's a, there's this hbo show uh it's called deadwood i don't know if any of you have heard or seen that before award-winning award -winning series right? <laughs> oh that's great what You'll see him like in I don't know how many seasons, but yeah, he's in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I like that they covered like that aspect. I mean, it wasn't like a major aspect, you know, as major as like some of the other ones. But you know, it, it covers this idea of like the gold rush. But mm -hmm. but one of the cool one of the interesting aspects is that it covers like you know the Chinese uh, uh, kind of enclave that's that's in you know on, in the in the West, and it's just oh, yeah, like, they were there. They were doing that hard work. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I thought it was kind of kind of an interesting like. Um, I was glad that they they covered that. I kind of wish that there was more of that. I mean, wow, that's that's kind of. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like oh we're we're taming the West and you know, driving away all the natives. You know, is it was, it, was, it was all these different aspects of what was going on. Yeah. With uh with Western uh you know manifest destiny. Western settlement, you know? Yep, yep. Anyway, so we are talking about election? I But I want to point this out. The reason I mentioned about I respect, you know, Chinese, like, soft invasion or whatever, you know, like, I was in, um, I was in Scotland a few years ago. Uh, yeah, like, several years ago. And uh, I, you know, I took a trip up to the space side of the Scotland, you know, where all the uh, the Scots distilleries are. And in Duff Town, which is like a very small town, there's like, you know, a few distilleries there, very, very small downtown area, maybe like a block or two. You know, there's like a main um, uh, clock tower in the center of the town. And like the 
downtown area is maybe like a block or two from that very small and even in that rule like really um you know like away from all the uh, like a modern or i don't want to say civilized because it is civilized there but away from the metropolitan area sure there was a Chinese carryout place there. And that was the only restaurant or like a food place open after eight o'clock. Yeah. When I got there like really late, that was the only food option I have. And I'm like, bless the Chinese people, you know? Because if I I did I don't know these British cultures of like closing so early. So yeah. I late and i'm like oh i don't have any reservation to these like you know the food places and then the only thing open was chinese carryout and you know <laughs> i was like thank you chinese people thank you wonderful, wonderful people thank you for that takeout thank you for the shows that's what it's all about <laughs> so so it's interesting that you um you mentioned you know you're like the Ch chinese people doing this as a way to spread influence uh, i i read somewhere and we're not going to say whether or not this is completely true or not, that the Thai government does the same thing mm -hmm. with Thai restaurants to the point of, you know, uh, Chinese restaurants have historically been set up by people who, who live there, and then they're like, okay, let me open a restaurant. Uh, the, the Thai government, as a way of cultural outreach, actually goes out and supports restaurants, like opening restaurants. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so a lot of... A lot of all that Thai food is like great. Yeah, That's and Thai food is delicious, so, so the... You know, the government's bringing the best of the best. They're bringing their A game. I'm pop right now. Yeah. Bring their A game. Yeah. See, I'm just like, I never see Filipino restaurants as as often. Like, I'll see I'll see the odd, like, you know, a Purple Patch or Koya J's in Rockville. Uh, the only... See a lot of Filipino restaurants. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of Japanese. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting that Jollibee for, uh, for you... For you folks in the <laughs> Wait, Jolly is that Filipino food? Yeah, there we go. Jolly B, we're we're safe. Get some of that. Uh, was it like hot dog? Uh, uh, yeah, sweet. yeah. No, but, but it's kind of like like adobo chicken, right? Yeah, that's Filipino food. It's always like included in the other rest, like you know, other menu. But that's like kind of the same thing as like the sushi. You know, like you go to like Korean restaurant. And mm -hmm. there is a sushi menu. You go to Thai restaurant, and there's a sushi menu. <laughs> and then you go to Chinese restaurant. And I love sushi <laughs> menu. Yeah, my my favorite was when I I sat down. Uh, my in my hometown, I think I went to a new sushi restaurant that just opened, and everyone started speaking. Like everyone who was working started speaking Korean, <laughs> and I was like, ah, yes, very. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be fun. And it was a sushi restaurant. It wasn't even a Korean restaurant. And they're yeah. just like they're just all speaking Korean. Um, then another place, you know, it's it's always interesting to go into a place and and they're like, okay, they're speaking Chinese. This is not a Chinese restaurant. And they're all speaking Chinese. It's not even like the one person, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like going to a Chinese restaurant and they speak to me in Chinese. And like, yes, this is a legit place. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, answer correctly, because I don't speak Chinese, but. But you're talking in Chinese, you're legit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's how I test. Uh, I go into a Vietnamese restaurant, and I just start spouting off Vietnamese, and then they look at me, 
uh, weird because they're like, you're just saying everything wrong, right? Um, but but it's a it's a very interesting way of going. And I, I wish sometimes, like I go into these Vietnamese places uh, and uh, bamboo is a good place. And sometimes like I'm, I'm even shocked to see a non-Vietnamese person working at the cash register. Mm. Yeah. There's like, are you? I'm the opposite way because every time you go to like Japanese restaurant, it's never owned by Jen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's usually like somebody else. Yeah. And so like when I go to like, there's a place in, I think it's in Vienna. It's like Japanese owned, Japanese everything. There's like, it's like strictly sushi and Japanese food. And when I walk in and like, they start talking to me in Japanese, I'm like, yes, yes, this is the spot. Like I trust these people. The food is going to be great. I do not have to like, lower my expectation great <laughs> you know? like you know when you get sushi at like non-japanese restaurants you kind of have to like ah, it's gonna be like okay sushi you know you have to lower your expectation you're like it's gonna be fish it's gonna be rice yes <laughs> that's the that's uh that's that's the first bar if you get past that we can start talking about the, the other levels fish and rice fish and you know, we, we did it. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they, they tried. We've met the minimum. <laughs> so ramen? No, no. I, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna call it ramen, and if you're gonna fuck it up, I will trash you. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very particular about my ramen. Oh. Uh, anyways, what about election? We're talking about yeah. So when we walk out of the when we walk out of the the store, I was about to I was about to get into the ramen train. Also, I I, I feel like now whenever I look at a bowl of ramen, like how does Momo feel about this bowl? Like how would how would Momo feel about this this bowl, right? And that's like the criteria now. Even though I have no idea what Momo would think about this bowl. Like places, I thought I think there was a discussion somewhere, right? Was like was like places to actually go to that are like legit. You know, if you want your good ramen, this is where you're going to go, you know? Yes. For all the listeners, if you want to know if it's legit or not, just let me know, and I will go there, and I will let you know. I will test it myself. So send, your, send your ramen place recommendations to Momo. <laughs> Please send to Momo. If, if bonus points if you pay for the meal. Oh yeah, I mean, if you if I have to go there for you, you have to pay for it. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna like just go there. Yeah, you, think, you think she's gonna do your work for free? Thing. <laughs> so I'm happy to do my research, but right. So you so we walk out of these food places. This <laughs> give you a nice segue out, and so we walk out of these food places. And, you know, you're back to, we're back to normal life now. So, like, in the last, you know, even four years, but up until now, up until starting n November, right, how how has your life been affected by the current state of politics? Like, what's life at, at home like? What's your, have your conversations with your family kind of stabilized two years ago, 2018, they, they kind of stabilized, and then now they're kind of back to being about politics? Have you just been in a constant state of fighting for the last four years? How has that, how has that dialogue been in your life? I mean, my family is in Japan, so we don't have that conversation. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you guys. You have to like deal with your crazy ankles and like yeah, crazy. My crazy ankles. And uh, I'm sorry, crazy aunties and uncles. I'm sorry. I was talking about ankles all day long. Oh, my my ankles, my crazy ankles. I was just thinking about <laughs> my ankles. When I'm you... sorry. I was. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that's my my pain gigs. Like I was. Yeah. My crazy ankles. Now I'm. Yeah, sorry. Whenever whenever you say something like oh my ankles or something, then like you know you ever get that feeling where it's your ankles start to you start to feel it too. Like, oh, I just thought about my ankles. Like you don't think about us like your certain. Uncle, stop stop thinking of my accent. I'm thinking about my ankles. Okay, but but not just your family members. What about your like your friends, people who you've been around? Have you seen changes? Like how how has that changed before the election, and like has it gotten more politicized? Well, I haven't seen my friends since March. You don't even Zoom call them. Oh, (laughs) nice message. No. I mean, I, I'm surrounded by liberals. Yeah. Luckily, so. Yeah, uh, like funny enough, like my my parents growing up have always been very much progressive leaning. So it's funny. My dad is actually even. I feel like he's more political these days. He's like, did you see this YouTube channel? There's this YouTube channel. This guy just taking down Trump. I'm like, Dad, I can't watch all the YouTube channels. <laughs> but thank you for sharing. Like my dad, my wait. dad, he's the one who sends me stuff. Wait. Wait, is your dad like, oh, do you know this YouTube? I just found out. This is great. Like, dad, it's been out like, I don't know. I don't know. In my entire life, I don't know. No, no, it's not YouTube, but like YouTube, like specific YouTube channels that he just like. Oh, okay. That are like really liberal leaning. And I'm like that. I listen, I have my own liberal leaning ones that I also, you know, that I watch. But he's like, yeah, there's like. I mean, he's been watching a lot of Lincoln Project, which I'm also kind of like, I don't know about them because they're still, you know, the Republicans were supposedly anti-Trump, but I'm still like, what's their real agenda? That's are what- they though? Are they though? Well, then why, why is nothing is like happening in the Congress? Right. Yeah, the, Link- the Lincoln Project is a, is a Republican-led machine. Yeah. Um, I'm like, mm, I don't know about that still, Dad. Like, they're still, they're still, they're still on the, uh, no, they're still Republican here, you know. I'm, I'm sorry, but like, here's the thing. Like, there is this like very conservative rep- Republicans, and or like there are different like shades of Republicans, I guess. <laughs> different shades of gray, I guess. Um, but like, they're not. I mean, they are not speaking up. Yeah. You know, they're just like, well, okay, well, I don't really agree with that, but I guess I'm going to have to go with it. I'm like, if you're not going to speak up, then why are you in a Congress? Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's your fucking job to speak up. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, they're, they're cowards because they don't, because they're like, well, you know, Trump's goons are going to go after me. I'm like, well, good. You know what I mean? If anything, that, 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 that should be a good thing. But especially if you're a conservative Republican. Yeah. How can, you, how can you stand behind him? Like, he is not conservative. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I always thought, like, the pro-life argument was bullshit, right? Because I'm just like, okay, if you're pro-life, 
what about the children who are being in the camps? Like, it's, very, okay. it's a very pro-birth argument, right? It's not a pro-life argument, right? Because they're not, not like they're just for making the poor person give birth. That's exactly what it is. I'm just like, well, you guys, and then you guys, and then of course. I think it comes down to this. Like, it's, it, they are, they don't consider those immigrants and like Latin people, like, you know, all the South American people as humans. I think that's, that's where it comes down to. So yeah. like their pro-life, like the human life theory doesn't apply to them. And that is the fuck, I mean, it's fucking racist. Yeah. Fucking racist. It's really fucking racist. Yeah. And so there's, there's not a lot to, to say that hasn't already been said about the state of the Republican Party in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think all, all three of us are uh, very hopeful that uh, Tuesday, Tuesday's preliminary results as we wait for the rest of the ballots to be counted that- uh, Yeah. That I'm not hopeful. I want it to turn completely blue, but I'm not hopeful because yeah. I don't trust those sacred Trump voters. I think my biggest problem, my biggest fear, to be honest, is that if, even if like, everything's still like, you know, if if the election still happens, you know, finishes, is he gonna like still put doubt into it? You know, is Trump still gonna be like, well, it's not. You know, is is the transition going to be a peaceful transition? It will not be. It's my biggest fear. It will not be. Like that is actually what I'm really scared about. Is it, if it's not a peaceful transition, he's just like, he just casts doubt on like, oh, you know, he's already been doing it, you know, with like all the mail-in, he's like, oh, motor, voter fraud. You know, they, they use- Andrew, he spent four years of Obama talking about his birth certificate, even though it came out and like, he's, he's gonna do it. It doesn't matter, fact doesn't matter to him. You know, he's gonna just like, Oh, this is all bullshit. It's fraud and blah blah blah. The fact does not matter. All he wants to do is just create a drama, draw attention to him, and then just like, God, ah, oh. yeah. I don't know why he's still there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, uh, he is impeached. He got impeached. He is impeached. No, no, no. I'm talking about COVID. Oh yeah. We did impeach COVID also, but I don't think it's <laughs> the same thing. I was like, oh my God, he got COVID and he's still there. Yeah. So yeah. how did how did you feel when you heard that news? How, how, how what was the reaction? I laughed. I was like, yeah. oh, really? He got COVID? Really? I laughed. I think I heard, I heard like some shouting in the streets. <laughs> and I, I'm not even kidding. I heard some shouting. It was like some random like shouting and whatever. And I was really confused because I was like, it's like what nine o'clock, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's going on? And then I and then I, I kept going on with whatever I was doing. I looked down at my phone and I like you know I go on Twitter and it's like, oh Trump has COVID. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I would have been out. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I did not want, I did not want him to die, but I wanted him to suffer. I'm sorry because he has put so many of us into these very, very tough situation. 
Yeah. So many people died. So many people are still suffering from the consequences of having COVID. And it makes me so angry. Like, okay, I didn't want him to die, but like, you know, he got all these, the best care and the best medication and all that thanks to our taxpayers' money. And he's fine now. And I'm like, God damn it. I, I wish he suffered a little bit more, you know? To say he's not, but he's just putting on a show. You know what I mean? I, I always figured this was probably part of, like, the whole, like, you know, he's probably, like, up on steroids. Crazy. Oh, yeah, the man is, the man is, look. He's crazy steroids right now. The man was, was crazy wired, you know, you could tell, because apparently those steroids that they, they inject him with, like, those, those things, like, those things really, like, you know, get you going, they like, really, really drive you crazy, um, actually, right, like, you get a little loopy, um, and I think it's really interesting Momo, because you talk about those secret Trump voters, and like, re- think about all the people who, when you, when when you're you're saying you're laughing, they're like, oh come on, be civil, like pray for his recovery, right? And it's like, you know, you don't need to pray for his recovery. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't wish he dies, but I don't really wish he lives either. <laughs> I'll send thoughts and prayers, okay? Open <laughs> prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'll send him all the thoughts and prayers. That's cool. I'm sorry, but like, look, you caused this shit. Yeah. You had a, you had a, this whole shit happened because you didn't do any shit back in February or January. So, like, am I, do I feel sorry for you? No, I do not. Do I want, do I want you to die? No, because I want you to feel the consequence. Like, you know, I want you to feel the pain and like yeah. all these like struggle of like average Americans who had to go through all of like daily lives with like, dealing with COVID and like living with the consequences. Like people still having issues with breathing, even after they're, you know, they got over the symptoms. Like, yes, I want you to feel that. Just so you, you know, you would think, oh, yeah, like, I, that was my bad. I wanted him to come out and, like, say, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong. But no, he just came up and like, I'm fine. And I'm like, you fuck off. Just fucking fuck off. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he gets the best. Because he's the president of the United States. So he gets all the best care and all the best treatment, the best doctors, from all over the country, which none of the average American can afford. And, and you know what the worst, some of the, one of the worst things is that not only is there, so there's a study like based on, I think CNN reported this, is that uh, wherever Trump goes with all these rallies where he's like, you don't need masks, blah, blah, blah. After he leaves, there's a marked increase in COVID cases. Like it's, you know, this, it's it's uh, it's one thing to be like you know he made some policies that that have hurt people. All presidents do that, right? This this president is actually directly actually spreading it. Yeah, like he you know now you're, you're one step away from just damning your yes. Like months and months later, we already know what like how it's spreading, and he's still he's just uh, God, I hate him so much. I, I hate him as much as the people who are supporting him and like at like despite everything who are just like nah he's leading he he's still doing good 
he's still he's gonna keep draining the swamp. I'm like, he's had power for the last four years. Like he led us into this. Well, he's they're waiting for uh, QAnon. They're waiting for Q to the storm to to take away the pedophiles. I just feel like you know all these like secret like you know the still Trump supporters. I somehow like I look at them and I feel like. I don't know. Like, I feel like they're one of those, like, domestic abuse victims. Yeah. They keep, like... They, well, they are. They show a lot of signs of it. Yeah. yeah they, they keep being like, oh, no, no, my husband's fine. He loves me. And, like, no, 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 he doesn't love you. He keep hitting on you. He keep, like, abusing you verbally and physically. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. Guy. Look at the facts. Yeah. <sighs> I was personally, you know, when he went to the hospital, the hospital is about uh, 10 minutes away from here, Walter Reed, right? And so, and so, you know, the thing that came to my head when he got there was just like, oh my gosh, they're like putting on these rallies. And all of a sudden, some of these protesters, not protest supporters, right? They want to go to, they want to go get a coffee or something, or they want to go to the McDonald's, right? And all of a sudden, bam, they're like right in in my neighborhood. Uh, And it's just like, no masks, I bet. Yeah, and of course no masks, right? They're all just standing out there, and they're like, oh, we get, get better. And it's like, don't, like, don't bring your crap here. Like, First of all, you probably flew out of somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they probably paid him. But Andrew, were you there? You might, were you there to show support? Time, <laughs> obviously. So it was like on the ground? I was ready, yeah, I was there. <laughs> ready, to, ready to show my support. I bet you are. I bet you are Andrew. Oh my God! <laughs> so, so Halloween tomorrow. Yes. As of this oh, recording, that's a huge pivot. It yeah. was. But do you think that in a non-COVID, like if COVID didn't happen and the election, you know, of course, was still on, do you think that it would be like politicized? Like you know, people would be going out. Like maybe everything else happened, right? Like RBG croaked and. And so, like, you know, you think kids would be going out dressed up like RBG or something, or like, I, like, do you think that it would be politicized? Like, what would Halloween look like? Well, first of all, I want to say I love Halloween on election year, okay? Because nothing says voter die more than seeing election signs next to Halloween decorations, right? Like, voter die, literally vote or die. Spooky. Really spook, you know, it's spooky. If you do not vote, gravestone. That's why I love Halloween in an election year. Well, like, but were those Cheez-Its for trick-or-treating or were they for Andrew? I know I have these like little packages because I got, these are leftovers from my, um, the craft services. Mm. Filming. Yeah. Nice. So I had like, you know, I got the big box of like, Fun side snacks. Yeah. Service and uh, yeah, now we have Like, I mean, I feel like at least here, where like politics, like, you know, DC, you, you can't not know politics and be in DC, I feel, you know? You can't ignore it. it. It just, it just happens. But I actually have a lot of friends who just don't know shit about what's going on. Like, legit. They just either, they bury that, they purposely avoid it. You know, because they just, you know, which, which I, res- I actually, in some ways, I respect that because, like, it's a lot mm-hmm. to handle, right? 
I mean, I've been avoiding. Yeah. Pandemic because I'm like, this is too much. I can't do this. Like, I need to focus on my own life. But yeah. Then, like, because I live here in DMV. Yeah, you can't ignore it. Like, it slips in. I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah. I did some stupid shit again. Like, great. I love reading it, so I can't stay away from it. I'm just like constantly, and I know, I know it's bad for you. They say it's bad for you, but I just, I can't, I can't take my eyes away from the news. I'm just like yeah, you can't. Not not. Like CNN. I'm just like you know, just doing a lot of reading. Yeah. Um, and just like it's, it's so hard not to like look away from from some of the stuff, and then you get some of the the really, uh, the really insightful people on on Twitter too, or just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, plus my friends are all very political, like, especially one particular friend, like, she's just, you know, she goes to all the protests saying and all that, so, like, you know, if I go on Facebook, I end up seeing, you know, I try to avoid, but it's, like, inevitable. By the way, I noticed that we're eating one Cheez-Its at a time, Andrew. Yep, that's what I do. I'm glad. That's how you should be eating them. No. No, that's... I respect that choice. Don't hurt people, don't. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So I feel bad for anyone who wanted to be who saw Mitch McConnell's hands. Oh God. I, okay, I didn't understand. Like, was his hand black or something? Yeah, it was like extremely bruised. Like it was like Why? rotting or something. Because he's he's uh what he's he's basically you know he's basically like soulless of a, a, a husk of a, a person. No, no, no. Why, why his hands were like black? What was he doing? Was he like you know, playing he's with punching people? a bald eagle or something? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like just every day he goes up to the Bill of Rights and just like. Well, or was he COVID? Like was he COVID positive? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. He has been uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, Quite the the cunning tactician has uh, has ha, he stays away from he stayed away from Trump mm-hmm. for for a while I think because he knew you know that that Trump's strategy was like I but yeah, like, I was like don't wear a mask it's fine guys come here everyone come here I can breathe on you look it's fine give everybody a hug everybody a hug he looks like a pedophile to me yeah I you know in in a way they all kind of do. And and that's that's also why I'm very suspicious of the 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 QAnon thing because everything you know they project a lot the Republicans project a lot so like anything that they accuse everyone else of doing you can kind of look back and see that they've done pretty much that so when they're like you know when they like come up with something like so crazy like you know there's a, a dungeon of children under a pizza shop like you have to sound like where did you get inspired by that what inspired you to make this accusation. That is specific. Yeah, it's like you're not sitting there just thinking of like places like, oh, okay, we're gonna uh, strategy. We're gonna accuse them of being a pedophile. Where, where, where do pedophile pizza restaurant? Okay, pedophile restaurant or something on the Connecticut Avenue. Like people, like some asshole showed up with a gun. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, and, and that was the start of honestly, like the PizzaGate thing. Looking back, like that was. A, a start of a long chain of like violence, you know, him inciting violence. Yeah. Right. To like the, the rally, the unite the, the right rally with the tiki torches. I mean, it's like, the, what, what is that saying? Like, you know, like when, 
you know, when somebody farts and whoever says, like, oh, something smells bad, or who, that's the person who farts. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's really stinky. We need to do some of this. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Because they, they are the. You know, fight farts. So if you're undecided, just think about that. The Republicans are, are the, the guy, you know, when you vote for Republicans, you're voting for the person who's, who farts in a room and it's just like, P.U. guys, who, <laughs> who let that one go? I didn't do that. That smells crazy. Did you do it? Oh, we have to fight whoever did this. They're ruining America. The worst part is, you know, th instead of that, think about the guy being like, he just makes ethnic jokes. Like, did you eat, did you eat ethnic food? Oh, that's why it smells like that. Like, oh no! Like, that's oh no! Get him out of here! Get him! Get him out! And I would tell him, like, bitch, if I ate the ethnic food, you would not smell anything because my digestive digestive system is accustomed to that. It would not smell like what? that. Yeah, yeah, and you know that, <laughs> that all of, that our digestive system. But if I had a McDonald's, then yes, you would smell it. There you go. It's because, you know, our, we're accustomed to the, the oh, diets of our... Yeah, so maybe you are the one who had ethnic food. Oh, you know they did, too. Like, they're, <laughs> you know, like, you know they did. <laughs> like, everything they accuse you of, they're doing it. Oh, okay, so, so, so tomorrow is Halloween, and then uh, is, is anyone doing anything, dressing up anyways? No. I am. Oh. And that's oh, another reason. <laughs> so yeah. if you come to my door, I'm just going to pretend that I'm not home. Yeah, I feel like trick-or-treating is like, that. that's not on, right? Because... I, I don't think so, and I really don't hope so. I hope, you know... It... Some people are doing it. Yeah, wow. I. That yeah. is amazing, actually. Yeah, but this apartment hasn't been clear on like instructions, but my old apartment, uh, they had a little like hang tag if you're down for, you know, if you are there and they can knock on the door. So if they down see the tag, complete. yeah, <laughs> so they, they have your, they, you know, the kids see the tags on the door and they know it's okay to, to knock on the door and, and trick or treat. Yeah. And, it, and they, and they haven't sent anything out here. And I'm just like, oh God, like, what if they not? And it's like, it's an apartment. So you can definitely hear that, <laughs> that I'm in here. Would you mind if it just leaves behind like a bowl of like candy corn? Yeah, but like, do you have something? You I do, I do. I have stuff in, in case. Oh. Yeah, but if, I'll just drive them away. It's like a giant sign that just says only candy corn here, nothing else. Nothing. <laughs> and that'll at least, that'll drive away half of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no candy corn here, just regular corn. Oh my God. There is only like corn. corn. There's not even candy corn. <laughs> corn. <laughs> Legit, just corn. It's only corn, okay? Maybe you should do that. You you just like steam the corn. Yeah. Knock on the door, open up the. Oh, here here's a corn. Boom, done. Trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was wondering if I should like you know prepackage like bags and and have them in you know in a separate thing and like you know yeah. maybe have a, a container like do it like a drive-through window style where you just leave one in a bag and let them take it out of the box that way they're not reaching into a shared bowl and all the kids yeah. are doing that and it's like that's, really thoughtful. Oh, that's nice yeah. that's nice yeah that's very thoughtful. yeah 
I'm like, not, yeah, that's that's what we have to do, right? Be be considerate. So yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving out anything. It's just have like ones that just have vote or die stickers, and that's it. Like that's that's your trick or treat. It's just corn. I just have corn. That's that's my thing. That's all it is. No, no one else take that. That's all it is. <laughs> okay, so I didn't think you put out like a steamed corn with um a small bottle of uh, sriracha or something. <laughs> See that I like that. That's the treat I want. That's a legit. I, yeah, I'd be like, yo, give me some of that. Yeah. Yeah, and all the kids are just passing by, but the adults are like, this is this is a stop. Yeah. You see the sriracha door? Yeah, we got the sriracha door. Oh, yeah, you got, they, they got the sriracha and corn. Got corn? You, got, you got corn. You can put whatever you want on it. What? This is crazy. What? What? Game over. <laughs> it's about the adult trick or treat, putting up some mini bottles, you know. <laughs> I, I, I really respect any house that, that does that. that right. is like, oh, you know, the kids stop by and they get candy, but if you're like a parent that's come, that's chaperoning, taking your kid out, like yeah. you should get a little something too. You should get a little something. A little mini bottle, you know. Maybe a little mini bottle, little 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 treat for you. A little shot, you know? <laughs> that actually would be legit, actually. I'd love yeah, that. That would be cool. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so we're getting to the end of this podcast, and, and one last question to go around. If the election goes wrong, and we're all like, we all make up our minds to leave the country, to act on it, and actually leave the country, especially Mo, who literally just, <laughs> who just got the right to vote, what, uh, excluding, uh, yeah, no exclusions, what country would you go to, Mo? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I gotta go back home, but I can't stay there like I could before because I'm not a citizen there anymore. Fuck. Um, but yeah, I'll probably just... I, I, no, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna bitch the next four years. Yeah. I think I'd be the same way. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring my problems to another country. I'm gonna fucking... But no, no, no. But more importantly, they will not let you in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, okay. It's it's, it's it's supposed to be a fun question, not a not a. Realistically, I think Mexico is the only place we could go right now. No, nobody's gonna let you in because you're an American. If, if you could, if you could, the fun question. If you could like, go somewhere and you could get it, where would you go? I'm gonna go home in Japan. I would hit up Canada. You hit up Canada? Canada. I want to hit up Vancouver, you know? Vancouver? Yeah. Get, get in all the sci-fi shows. That's my... Maybe that'll be the, the, the catalyst for, for for doing that, you know? Hitting up Vancouver. I, I think that'll be it. That'll, that'll be the sign. It's like, it's time to go to Vancouver and just be in all the random sci-fi shows. I, I was thinking uh, Australia or Canada. I like both. I'm a big fan of both. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am also a big kind of exporting my problems. I love taking my problems yeah. to another country. I the American way, right? You the take American your, way. Yeah. You do the American thing and you take your problems to the world. Yes. Yes. Sharing is caring, is it not? All right, so uh, that's our podcast. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this podcast. The most important thing, make sure you go and vote. If you haven't yes. gone and dropped off your ballot 
or if you're gonna go vote, please make sure you do so. Even if you yes, think that- please, please vote. There are, there are like thousands and thousands of permanent residents in this country who cannot vote, yeah. but who get affected by, you know, like these elected officials, just like anybody else. So if you can vote, you have to vote, please. Yeah. Vote or die. Literally vote or die. This really, is and yeah, with there's a lot of issues that are long term, short term, right? Climate change is one really big one that it, you know, we're too late to completely stop it now. So we have to do everything we can to to minimize the changes and hopefully start on a path that will get us somewhere better in the future, right? And so yeah. when you're voting, you're not just voting for yourself, you're voting for uh, your kids, your your grandchildren, your nephews, your nieces, their children, and, and everyone else's kids down the line. So your vote's really important and a lot of issues and a lot of people who need representation. Think about, you know, uh, families that have been separated at the border. Think about this pandemic that's uh, hurt a lot more people than it had to, even economically, um, when you vote. You're thinking about all those things. And so don't think that it's enough that everyone else you know is going and voting for uh, your preferred candidate. Please have your preferred candidate be Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. <laughs> and so- Oh, Kamala! And there is- and, Oh, Kamala! Especially if you live in a battleground state or a state in the middle, it's really important and don't forget your down ballot candidates, your senators, your state senators, those people determine a lot of things that go on. And so don't ignore those people either. And uh, there's a lot of resources online to vote and we'll make sure that we post those for you to be able to take a quick look at so that you know the candidates that you're looking at too. All right, enjoy your Halloween everybody and we'll see you out at the polls on election day and join us after the election a couple days after the election for another episode where we'll go over what happened and celebrate our victory or mourn our loss but it's three asians walking to a bar and so we'll be drinking either way yes all right thanks for listening everyone we'll see you next time